Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the In the Huddle podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Rochundo. And I'm Sam Gold. And today we have a little bit of a uh, different episode coming for you, a little bit of Zoom action today. Yeah, you know, I woke up, you know, not feeling great this morning, had a few migraines, so I'm going to not risk anything for the holidays and, you know, stay home this time, but it still should be a, a good show. Hopefully no, te- no technical difficulties or anything. We can run smooth. We'll find out. We're professionals. We, we, we got this. We got this. <laughs> It's 2020. Who knows? One of our computers might just start smoking mid-episode. <laughs> oh, God. All right. it, was, it was an exciting week of football, and let's head right into it. Yep, let's roll the intro music. You're listening to In the Huddle with Sam Gold and Chris Rotundo. All right, and let's hop straight into week 15. We had a Thursday night division action going on. Uh, Chargers, Raiders, Sam, what did you think? Yeah, we had an overtime game, so that's always entertaining. But the Chargers, they came out on top. I, I actually picked the Chargers, so happy about that. I Justin the, Herbert. The biggest story of this ahead. game had to have been, sorry to cut you off, but Derek Carr getting a groin injury and Mariota having to step in for him. Yeah, that looked like it really hurt. And once once that happened, you knew he wasn't going to come back, at least for this game. So, yeah, Mariota came in, went 17-28, 226 yards and a touchdown and a pick. Get 88 rushing yards and a touchdown. So, Mariota making his case right now to be a starting quarterback, rather maybe even next year in Las Vegas or another team. He didn't look bad at all. He kept the Raiders right in this game. But the main story is Justin Herbert just rolling along, got the Chargers their fifth win. Yep, fifth win. He's becoming and, a stud. Uh, got a nice win in overtime, yeah. I mean, Mariota, we, we know he's no, like, scrub who can't play. We've seen him play before, but this is one of the uh, best – this is one of the best he's ever looked in a long time. So, I thought they could have pulled it out, but they couldn't. He threw that late interception in the game that kind of just threw it away. But he's making a case. Maybe a team like the Bears or something will offer him a contract. We just got to wait and see. But Raiders, their playoff hopes, still alive, but un- very unlikely. Oh, it's 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 over. My, it's, it's less than a one percent chance. It's seven and seven, yeah. And with Mariota, yeah, I mean, he still proved he could do stuff with his legs. He can make nice plays. So, I mean, look, he saw Ryan Tannehill take over his job, and he saw that Ryan Tannehill was able to revive his career after being a high draft pick, and then people thinking he was going to be much better than he was, and he was disappointing. So, this time, Mariota could do very much do the same thing. This was maybe a he game just ruin. just needs a new scenery. Is 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 Carr out the next week? Is, uh, I think he's week? eight to ten days, but I think he's week to week. I don't know. I mean, the Raiders, they don't I mean, have a little gets another chance, and he looks good against the Dolphins. Um, yeah, I would definitely uh, make some calls with the Raiders and teams, yeah, like the Bears. Maybe call for Mariota because he's still got it. He just needs the right coach, and it's not like he was doing that bad. No, he just he went nine and seven every year. It's just for a number two overall pick, I, I see why people gave up on him. Oh, yeah, definitely. But um, the Raiders, they started off with so much promise in the season, looking like a potential playoff team, and then we all know what happened. That's what Just they do. The downfall. Just like last year. Just like last year. They're going to go 8-8. Eight and eight. I think they went 7-9 last year. It was basically the same thing. Ever, ever since they lost to the Chiefs, I hate, I love to say it, actually. <laughs> It's just, yeah, I, yeah, it sucks for them, and uh, I don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> just, just, I, I mean, Justin Herbert sealing the win, securing the win with that QB sneak at the end. Yeah, and he was screaming, I was in, I was in. Yep. They finally got that touchdown. And, yeah, Chargers, they're – I don't know who they have left. They have the Chiefs. I don't know who they have next week, but – oh, they have Denver next week. So, I think they could end on a pretty solid note, especially yeah. if the Chiefs – rest their starters i think they could win their last two games i hope they don't win the win against the chiefs but i i feel a nice uh they're gonna probably end it one and one end the season i think i had the chargers going seven and nine so if they did actually beat the chiefs if the chiefs and other stars and denver I'd, I'd be right so we'll see herbert's having a really good season yeah definitely he's he's got to be offensive rookie of the year oh, i don't yeah. think it's close all right i guess we'll move on Bills Broncos, Chris. The Saturday um, game. Nothing really to really to really say here. Josh Allen looking like his usual self, a complete stud. Diggs had a great game. Um, 
the Broncos, they just didn't come to play. I'm not sure they have came to play too many times this year. Um, Drew Locke, yeah. he, he just looked bad. 132 yards and a touchdown. Is, it was not only that, but the running game, which they need to rely on heavily, especially when Drew Locke is not having those every once in a while great games like he had against the Panthers last week. You know, Melvin Gordon, only 11 carries, same as Philip Lindsay, and both under 65 yards. It's not really going to cut it. Noah Fan had a nice day, but other than that, no one really had a nice day receiving. So, yeah, no, the Bills I mean, just, it was just a bad matchup. And the Bills just dominated. Yeah, I mean, Devin Singletary, all of his yards came from that one run at the end, that 51 yard rushing touchdown. So, yeah. it's not like him and Zach Moss were both productive. It was Devin Singletary got that one lucky run. But on the Broncos side, a lot of these teams nowadays are going to this dual running back kind of set. Like you see, um, the Washington football team doing with Gibson and McKissick, but and yeah. like the, and like the Browns, but it's not really working with Melvin Gordon or Philip Lindsay. I don't know what it is, just splitting it. It's not really working out. I don't know if it's Melvin Gordon or Philip Lindsay, but Philip Lindsay, two one thousand yard seasons, and you bring in Melvin Gordon, and the production level for both of these guys is just absolutely horrific. They need to incorporate Philip Lindsay oh, way yeah. more in the passing game. And he got three catches for seven yards, which means they're just throwing, like, one-yard flats to him every time. Mm-hmm. you got to be more creative with your plays. Like, you have this guy who's cheap. He's still on his rookie contract. And, and you're just wasting he, it at this point. Yeah, you should be able to utilize him. Even if you have Julak, there's plays I mean, you could draw for this guy. He's a talented guy. And they're just I, wasting him right now. I still believe that Philip Lindsay – they shouldn't have brought Melvin Gordon. And Philip Lindsay, he was doing great his first two years. And then you bring in Melvin Gordon, and you're basically just ruining – his rookie contract and the talent he has, he, he, he might just say, you know what? I'm out of here at this point. Yeah. And Melvin Gordon, I think it's, he's nearing the end of his career now. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think he's, he's done. And for the bills, Josh Allen, 359 yards, two touchdowns. Um, like you said, Stephon Diggs, great game. Cole Beasley, another great game. This bills team. I got, I gotta be honest. I don't know how the hell, I don't know how we're going to play them. If we play them in the championship, the chiefs, it's going to be tough. I, this is huge for them now that the Steelers lost. I mean, honestly, those are now the second seed. They're, looking, they're just, they have all the momentum. Looking, um, I, I know we'll get into our the playoffs later on, like in a week or two. But honestly, I have to say, right now, I think that the uh, the Bills could come out of the AFC, and then my sleeper team has to be the the Browns right now. They're looking unstoppable as well. Yeah, my sleeper team's the Titans, maybe. Because I could see, I could see the Chiefs ha- having trouble with them, but I mean, oh, if Derrick Henry gets going, they're pretty hard. But the AFC, because I like the Bills. Oh, I, like, lo- I, I love the Bills. Him, I don't want them to beat the Chiefs. I don't you, you, you know, since Josh Allen got drafted, I was a huge truther of him. I always, I always used to joke around saying Josh Allen's the goat, this and that. Chris, you should have wrote Josh Allen this season instead of Carson Wentz. I think that would have been a great pick for MVP and everything. I know. I don't know I mean, why. He's not going to win MVP, but no, I, but think I mean, that would have been a lot better look. I, I just had a feeling about. It. I just felt like a like a random player. I, did, I don't know. Everyone else had a bad feeling. You had a good feeling. Jalen Hurts, best quarterback in that division. Oh, here we go with the with the Eagles quarterbacks. Chris loves the Eagles quarterbacks. No, Jalen Hurts. Poll, I saw a poll online. It was like which rookie quarterbacks doing the best this year, and like obviously Justin Herbert won. But the second place out of Tua, Burrow, and Hurts was Hurts. And I'm like, Hurts has only played two games. Not even. Like, he's played says, one game. He's played one, one in like a quarter. Reaction. I, just, I just think it's stupid. I mean, I'm not I mean, saying he's bad. Just like, I mean, we'll get to bye. that game in, in a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, he, he had 300 yards and a, and a bunch of rushing yards. But still, it's one game. You don't even have a big enough sample size. Exactly. It's Herbert but, and Burrow yeah. or one and two, whoever, whoever order you want to put that in. Probably Herbert simply because he's played more. Yeah, not definitely Herbert. All right. Uh, Packers Panthers. It looked like the Packers were just dominating this game in the first half. They're up what twenty-one to three, and then the yeah, Panthers came back and made it an eight-point game at the end. Seemed like a typical Packer fan fashion, just getting off to the to a commanding lead and then slowing down and letting the other team come back, giving them hope, giving the people that bet on the spread a little bit of a scare right there, and then they pull away with it at the end. I heard that Bridgewater always covers the spread. The spread, I think, um, I don't know what it was for FanDuel, but I know for DraftKings when I checked, it was eight, which the game ended in an eight-point spread. So anyone who bet on the yeah, spread kind of just got screwed. You you just get your money back. I don't barely anything about <laughs> spread. I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. 
<laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. But yeah. But, but, Panthers, um, do they keep Bridgewater? I think they keep Bridgewater. No, yeah. I remember the announcers were saying that Bridgewater is in their long-term plan to be like the quarterback for this franchise for a while. Yeah. He's definitely not the issue. It's, it's, no, it's, it's literally just they don't have enough talent. I mean, they have a young team. Their offense is fine, in my opinion. But. I mean, the thing is, I feel this offense, they don't even have McCaffrey. They would be even even more dominant as an offense, even though only have four wins. It comes, it goes to the defense, but the defense, it's all rookies on that team. They drafted all defense. So you just got to see how that defense develops. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Bridgewater will ever, ever take them to a championship, but no. I think he's fine for now. Oh, yeah, um, definitely for now. I mean, they're, they're definitely not going to be the laughing stock of the league with him there because they have enough no, no. offensive talent, but it's the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, and with the Packers, you know, a win's a win, I guess. Rodgers didn't look – I mean, he looked fine. He just didn't have to throw that much in the second half. Aaron Jones is really the main person here. 20 carries, 145 yards, and a touchdown. But, yeah, the, it, it really just looks like the Packers aren't even trying on offense. Like It, it looks very, very easy for them to move the ball downfield. So exactly. I'm going to be really, really interested in the playoffs when they have to play, you know, the Saints or the Seahawks or something. That's going to be uh, – some fun stuff. So, I'm telling yeah. you, the, the playoffs this year, I feel like it's the first time in a while when we have like, uh, when we have three or four teams from each conference that we wouldn't be surprised if they make it out of the, uh, make it out. Literally, there's so many matchups where I'm like, uh, anyone could win, really. So oh, it's yeah. going to be, be good. All right, Texans, Colts, the Colts win 27 to 20. Both times I picked the Texans and you picked the Colts when they played each other. And both times the Texans fumbled right at the end of the game to lose. It's crazy. So, I mean, I mean, it just sucks. I mean, the Phillip Rivers just gets it done. The Colts, they've been, I don't want to know if they, I don't want to say they've been like a huge surprise, but I don't think anyone really expected them to go 10 and be 10 and four right now. I, I, I feel like everyone's kind of just sleeping on the Colts right now. Like they're not going to have a shot or whatever. They can, they're another, they're another team that can make a serious run. I had them winning the division. I just don't remember what I had them going. I think 10 and six, maybe, but yeah. The Colts are always – I feel like the Colts are always a team that I'm not surprised if they do well. They're just like a well-run organization. Yeah, I mean, they have the veteran leadership in Phillip Rivers. He's, not, he's nothing fancy. He, 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 he's just a good way to rally around these young guys and just kind of get them going. I mean, him and T.Y., they have the connection going now on, like, beginning of the year. The beginning of the year, it was, it was a disaster. He wasn't even getting looked at, like, two targets a game. But last few games, he's been getting the targets. He's been getting the yards. Yeah, like with the Colts, I always feel like no matter what offensive weapons they have, they're always going to make it somewhat work. I feel like they always put up a decent amount of points. Like, you know, you have Sack Pascal, you have two touchdowns and 80 yards. T.Y. Hilton had another decent day. He didn't score anything. but And then you get you get the ball to these guys, Pittman, Doyle. I mean, every, everything looks solid this game. I mean, I mean Jonathan fair, Taylor. Texans defense was terrible, but. Jonathan Taylor, 83 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, so. Deshaun Watson, once again, please just don't waste his career. And our boy Chad yeah. Hanson, <laughs> the Texans got screwed <laughs> the Texas once again. Side, Chad Hanson. Oh, how did he do this week? Yeah, he got a touchdown again. I, yeah, Chris, I texted you. I know. I because I remember. Hanson. All right, all right. I was getting I was getting a water bottle, and I hear Scott Hanson yell, "Oh, our boy Chad Hanson touchdown!" Yeah, hold on. I'm gonna look up Chad Hanson's season stats because. Hold on, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a bet here. It's really the last few ever since Will Fuller went out. What has it now been? Three games. He was on the Jets. Yeah, he looks like Whoa. a player the Jets okay, would have, has, just like a, a random receiver. He has two hundred and twelve yards. And a I mean, all right, Chad Hansen. You just look at that name, and you just look at him, and you're just like, yeah, this dude would be like two hundred twelve yards on fourteen catches. I mean, Chad Hansen's like a typical Jet receiver that like nobody knows, and he randomly gets a touchdown. Dude, he's a beast. Look, okay, if he gets a touchdown next game, I'm buying his jersey. <laughs> Call me on that. I'm serious. I mean, I mean, listen to this. Like, you just hear like a, like a bunch of Jet receivers all the time. Like, you have Braxton Berrios, Chad Hansen when he was on the Jets. <laughs> it's like, it just seems like the it's Jets, a Jets like name. the low-budget Patriots. <laughs> just like all these guys. I don't want to say it, but you know what I'm thinking. All these types of guys. And, uh, yeah, everyone knows what we're talking about. Okay, we'll move, we'll move on. Uh, sorry, Texans fans, for fumbling every five <laughs> seconds. This time it was on the one, so that sucks. But, yeah, Chris, okay. <laughs> Titans-Lions. The Titans throw up 46. Jesus. I mean, Tannehill. Tannehill. Tana Chris, 
another week where a team scores 25. I'm telling you, every single every week, week it happens. Every single week. I mean, I feel like the Lions. Is, it, is it weird saying that, like, this Derrick Henry kind of week got overlooked by Tannehill's performance? Uh, I could definitely see that. I mean, he had, Tannehill had five total touchdowns. Yeah, That's, he ran into and he threw three, which I, wonder I feel like nobody's talking about Derrick Henry. Incorporate Derrick Henry in the passing game. I feel like he would be good. Yeah, that's my biggest. That's my biggest issue with them, and that's what bothers me about the Titans the most. This team would be even scarier if they actually threw the ball to Derrick Henry, and I don't understand why they don't. Maybe I mean, he's just not good at like running routes. You don't even need to. You could just have him sit there in the flat, and you can just dump it off to him. Fantasy owners would would, would love that because it's like when Derrick Henry. It's like I always say, he's the most annoying person in fantasy simply because he'll go off for 20 points, 20 plus, and then the next game will go out for like six. He'll have like 20 carries, 60 year, yards. Not this, year. N- n- not this year. I mean, he had like two or three games when he did that, but it would just bother me because if they threw it at him, if he got three, four catches a game, say he got 30 yards, PPR, three catches, 30 yards, that's an extra six points right there for you. But you know what? There's no complaining to be done for this Titans offense. Oh, I think no. it's the fourth game in a row that they scored over 30. And it seems like with ease. I see. I feel like they've been on red zone a ton the last few weeks. And it's all been Derrick Henry and Tannehill. They're a fun team to watch. AJ Brown and Corey Davis. Corey Davis has taken such a leap this year. It's it's crazy. Both him and Brown. That That is going to become some... I don't know what's going to happen that, with that duo, but that's a that, scary that's, duo. that's a crazy, crazy duo with Derrick Henry. And then you have Jonu Smith and Ferkser, two very good tight ends. And then with Stafford, he was playing hurt the whole time. He still had 250 yards of a touchdown before they took him out for Chase Daniel. Exactly. Fourth. And Stafford, once again, he's just – I hope Deshaun Watson doesn't become the next Matt Stafford. That, that would suck. But I could see it happening. It just sucks the because Watson already offense, got signed to that huge contract that he might be stuck there for a while. I don't know who's really going to want to take on that contract. Yeah. The Lions were actually in this game until, I think, late third, early fourth quarter, and then the Titans start pulling away. But, you know, the Lions, they're just playing for whatever. Who cares? But I just feel bad for them every year. It's going to happen, though. It happens all the time. Poor Matt Stafford. Yeah. Poor dude. <laughs> All right, we'll go to what I thought was going to be the wait, game of the week. In terms wait, re- re- really quick, just back to this game. Everyone's sitting here talking about the most um, underrated quarterback being Matt Stafford. Ryan Tannehill this year easily. He's he's playing like a t- he's a, he's a top ten quarterback I know, this yeah. year. I said that I said that last week. Yeah, I mean, people, I don't think they want to admit it, but he's playing. He, he, sure he's he he's a top Bowl. ten quarterback easily. I think next week we should go through uh, the Pro Bowl selections because there's some snubs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll make a segment for that. But, yeah, Ryan Tanhill's not there. We'll talk it about that later. It was very questionable this year. Yeah. All right. We'll move on to Bears-Vikings. This game was super, super important for both teams. And the Bears pull out on top, 33-27. The Vikings defense literally just could not get us. It was so frustrating. Me and mm-hmm. my dad were watching, and we were thinking about my brother the whole time, how frustrated he must have been because – they literally couldn't stop Trubisky and David Montgomery for shit. It was terrible. 32 I mean, carries, 146 yards, two touchdowns for Montgomery. I felt the, the Vikings were just going to steamroll over this team, but Trubisky, he played, I don't know, I remember you, I texted you, I said Trubisky doesn't look too bad, and then towards the end of the game, he had that pick, and he kind of just looked like yeah, his old self, but they squeaked out a victory. He barely had over 200 yards, 202, a touchdown, a pick. Nothing really exciting from him. He's going to make a nice career as a backup. Uh, he's not bad. It's just he's not good, but he's not bad. I feel he's just like what, a high-end backup. Like he's a high-end backup. They, what week did they take Trubisky out? Week four? Some, I guess whatever week they play the Falcons. Oh, that was, yeah, that was like week. So Trubisky's been like, what, four and one, five and one with the Bears this year? Exactly. I mean, I week, week three, week three they benched him. I mean, record shows. It's just he's not great, but he's getting them the wins. And right now, they're one game out of the seventh seed, and they desperately need the Cardinals to lose, which could happen because the Bears play the Jags next week, and the Cardinals play, I think, two division opponents for the rest of the season. And the Bears play the Packers in Week 17. So the Packers could very much be not starting their starters. The Cardinals have so to the go Bears, against this was huge for them. San, they play San Francisco and then Rams. 
Okay. Well, I don't know about – ooh, that's tough with San Francisco. I think the Bears are really going to have to bet on the Packers getting the one seed, going into week 17, and not starting anyone because – unless San Francisco these, – these, sometimes they pull out those wins, like the one against the Rams. Um, so maybe. But, yeah, they're going to need some things to fall their way, the Bears. But they had to get this win regardless, so this was huge for them. Huge for them. And for the Vikings uh, – their offense wasn't bad, but yeah, it's just their defense. They couldn't do anything, and that cost them ultimately. Just like in the beginning of the season, that was the reason why they were losing. And it's uh, coming down to that Packers game. That Packer game, not Packer, the uh, Cowboy game. Cowboys. It's going to cost them. But even if they play like this against the Bears, I don't think the Cowboys game matters because if they couldn't beat the Bears at home in this situation and not even get a stop on Trubisky, then no, I yeah, think that's their fault. You're right. Yeah, but I mean, what are you gonna do? Thanks for them. What are you gonna do? Kirk Cousins, obviously not the answer. All right, Seahawks, Washington, twenty to fifteen. Seahawks pretty much dominated this game up until the end. A little and bit of a Washington scare. Scored, yeah, Washington scored twelve in the fourth quarter, so they only um, had three up until that point. And I feel it was kind of just a boring game. Oh yeah, uh, Washington's defense playing their typical self really well. And then Seattle having to play against Dwayne Haskins, who. Hey, he, Seattle's defense. I know they're not playing great opponents, but they, you have to admit the last few weeks they've been. Oh no. Yeah, better. definitely. They have been playing better, but Dwayne Haskins, who knows? He might not even be in the league next year. Ooh, well, Oh, well, yeah. If you want to talk about <laughs> the scandal that came out in the picture, we well, don't have to talk about it, but you can look it up. Yeah, not even because of that. Caught at the strip club and everything, so who knows? And I don't even know if I mean Kyle Allen. He's done for the year with that gruesome injury. Um, oh, yeah. Alex Smith, that calf injury. He might not even be back next week, so they might have to go to a practice squad player because the whole the whole tracing and everything. <laughs> so they yeah. don't, so that whole situation is very interesting. Ron Rivera, we we already know he doesn't even like him too much. Strip, strip clubs aside, if you're if Dwayne Haskins is throwing it. 55 times in a game and you're only putting up 12 points in the fourth and three before that all the first three quarters what the hell is he rewarding himself for (laughs) exactly this Uh, god awful performance no i mean i guess i guess the giants losing (laughs) i remember when i mean haskins he's like yeah the giants are gonna pay for passing up on me well haskins you'll be lucky if you're on a team next year as a backup the way you've the way he's been playing in this league He's he's just yeah. like awful. Yeah. Maybe don't did. brag about how teams have passed up on you, just like Josh Rosen Rosen did, and then and then you won't be cursed as much. <laughs> I mean, Haskins, he hasn't done anything in this league. He's just looked bad. I mean, who do you think is he, better, Haskins or Rosen? That that's a good question. <laughs> I, I, I used to, really don't know. I used to say that Rosen he wasn't giving a fair chance. But now I look at I it think, and it's like if he was if he it, if if Rosen was really good, he would have made it. He would have been on. I mean, he just got signed to an active roster. I, I think Washington actually signed him. I'm not exactly sure from the oh. Bucks, from the well, Bucks practice go. squad, but I don't know who signed him. But regardless, if Rosen was actually good, he would have been on an active roster. So I'm gonna go with Haskins simply because he's still on a roster. I could see Rosen being on like the Jets in a few years as a backup. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Just I mean, both of these guys. I mean, Haskins. Yeah, he got thrown into a bad situation last year, and then he started this year, and he just didn't look good. So yeah. Who, Chris, how about that? Uh, how about that camera angle in the that end was, zone? That was nice. I, I really like it to, for every they game. They have to use that for every game, at least for Fox. I know that was on Fox, so they. It was like a movie. They have to. It's almost too good. I like yeah, it. I, that was my favorite. That was my favorite part of the game because the rest of the game was not very interesting. But the one, one thing I do like about Haskins is that how he just likes to target Terry McLaurin. He had seven receptions this game. Logan Thomas had thirteen receptions, hundred yards. Yeah, Logan Thomas. Him and him and Robert Tunyon are quietly solid tight ends right now, and no one's talking about it. I mean, well, Haskins Haskins knows who to throw it to. He knows yeah, the door to their think, top guys. I think Washington loves Logan Thomas. Alex Smith was throwing it to him a lot. I think he's 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 a good guy to have around. He, he might get a lot better in the next coming years. Washington just needs to get a young quarterback. Yep, exactly. All right, 
Dolphins, Patriots. The Patriots are finally out of the playoffs for the first time since. Oh, it feels good. It feels so good. Eight, I think. And yeah, they're six and eight. The Dolphins are nine and five, just barely hanging on to that seventh seed. Oh, voice crack. Seventh seed. And Tua didn't really have to do much. He had that terrible pick in the beginning, but he, he picked it up after that. He looked fine. Um, and I mean, he only he had 145 yards, but yeah, it was more so the rushing picks. game. I mean, Sullivan, Ahmed, and then Matt Burita really did it for them. Yeah, they combined for 35 carries and over 200 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Patrick Laird had a few nice plays. Uh, Durham Smythe, I think that's I mean, wait, wait. their leading receivers. So the most impressive thing receivers. was, I mean, Devontae Parker, Jakeem Grant, and Mike Gusecki, their top three receiving targets were all out for this game, and they still that's got crazy. it done with these guys. Listen to these guys. Durham Smythe, Lynn Bowden Jr., Isaiah Ford, Mac Hollins, Adam Shaheen, Patrick Laird, Selvin Ahmed. That's crazy. That's crazy. And they, and they still, still the put Patriots. up 22 on, on Bill Belichick. That's Dolphins, big win for them. Big win for them. Cam big Newton, win man. for everyone in the AFC, except the Patriots. Actually, no. The we'll get to the Jets. That was I don't care. Great. The pa- the Patriots. They don't deserve to to be good for like a hundred years. Yo, Cam Newton over two hundred yards passing. That's Ooh. Weird. I think that's might actually be the first time this year. Yeah, but he still doesn't <laughs> even have a touchdown or a pick. He did it's nothing. So bad. It's so bad. I mean, how many? I think we'll keep Jacoby Myers, and that's really it. Like what? Did he 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 has five touchdowns this year, five touchdown passes, and ten interceptions. That's that is pathetic. <laughs> five. Okay, we'll move on. That game is boring. I don't even want to talk Congrats about it. That's just pathetic. I, I I really want to know who's going to be quarterback in the Patriots next year. <laughs> maybe maybe Carson Wentz. Maybe Mitchell Trubisky. Oh man, yeah, we'll have to see. It's who be, who knows? It's going to be interesting. I mean, maybe they'll draft Watch someone. Them trade up with like the Jets. Maybe they'll like, maybe they'll draft players. a guy like Kyle Trask. Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, I, I kind of hope the Steelers take Trask. For... That's kind of what I hope. But we'll get into the whole we'll draft thing. We, we have we have a few months to go before we get before we start speculating yeah. all this. But nice shot to the Dolphins for taking out their rivals. Finally. Oh yeah, thank you. Uh, Feel feels good Ravens. to have no Patriots. Yep. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Ravens Jaguars. 40 to 14, the Ravens smoke them like they should. Uh, and the Jaguars now have the first pick, and we'll get to why. Oh, my this, gosh. But we'll get to why after this. We'll, but we'll I mean, look at this game. Lamar, Lamar finally Jackson. threw it over. He finally threw it over 200 yards in a game. Him, so congr- what, is this, what is this week? The, the Jets win, Lamar and Cam Newton throw over 200 yards. What's going on here? It's 2020. What can we say? <laughs> Lamar Jackson, four total touchdowns. I mean, he did what he had to do. This was this was a prove it that you could at least beat the crap out of your terrible opponents. And they did that. They're looking good. They're going to have some momentum moving into the playoffs. I think they'll make it over the Dolphins, sadly. Yeah, so I, I hope the Dolphins left, can make but... it, but just the Ravens' closing schedule is too easy. Yeah, it works in their favor. Um, they, they finish out against the, the Giants and Bengals. James Robinson keeps doing what he's doing. He had that nice touchdown pass. Or catch uh, from Minshew, who had that nice pass, and really, this is just a terrible game. It was it was a blowout from start to finish. Trevor Lawrence will be in Jacksonville next year. That's just that's honestly the best case it. scenario. I think it's going to be a great it. fit. I like the Jags. All right, we'll move on to the Falcons blowing it for what the fourth or fifth time this year. <laughs> Tom Brady's kryptonite. That yep, was great. Tom Brady. Matt Ryan up by three scores against Tom Brady. We've been there before. And the Falcons what, what, were up 17 nothing and lost 31-27. I think it was in the first quarter. I think Brady had something like 16 yards total of offense. Yeah, and which, then he started lighting it up. He had 390 yards and two touchdowns after that. Which was so. crazy. I mean, we all got to admit, Uncle Lenny, Uncle Lenny, our boy, led the charge. <laughs> he kept Sam. texting me that. I was like... <laughs> Do people actually call him Uncle Lenny? Like, yes, I'm like, I hate that name. Stupid. <laughs> I mean, Uncle Lenny had he had two touchdowns. Leonard Leonard Fournette. I, mean, I didn't he got even know Alan Jones was out. I mean, the, the the thing is, going into the game, we know Bruce Arians is the biggest liar of a head coach. That we weren't even sure if they were going to have Fournette start. I literally, I literally can't back. trust the guy. That's why I dropped Fournette weeks ago. It's like, is he going to be the lead back? Is he going to be splitting? 
splitting snaps, but no, he 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 led the charge with 14 carries and he had two touchdowns. They were both, I think, on the one yard line. I mean, they just had a huge yeah. comeback. The Fal the Falcons Antonio Brown, Chris. Ninety-three yards in the touchdown. He well, how long was that touchdown? He had fifty-three yards or something. Something like that, yeah. But he he finally got back into the end zone. Um, ever since Antonio Brown got signed, Chris Godwin has just been losing snaps and targets. I don't know. Even before that, Chris Godwin was not really doing anything. I don't know what happened to him. He got a touchdown this game, but he's, he's been, been he's been quiet. Weird. And it's been kind of sad because you go back to last year how. How dominant and just everything how he's been. Yeah, I know the game scripts are more so in the favor for the receivers with always being down this and that. But still, even this year with Brady, you would think that his production would still be around the same, maybe a little bit less because you would assume they were going to be playing from ahead, not from behind every game. Like I don't know if it's just me. I don't know if I don't watch the Bucks enough, but I feel like even Scotty Miller is getting more looks than Chris Godwin. Yeah, I mean Scotty Miller. Know, maybe it's a Brady thing. I don't know, Scotty Miller, he random, you know, it's the Patriot way. They always get these random D2 receivers. Like, they, have, like, they, just have, they, they just have the whitest name, like Scotty Miller. It is Tom Brady, so he's going to – his 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 sixth it's sense just, is going to just immediately yeah. pull him towards Scotty Miller over Chris Godwin. <laughs> Even though we he's know – He's going to have to throw it just I mean, Mitch. But, yeah. I mean – it was a good comeback from behind when good for the momentum moving forward, but are the Patriots really going to, not the Patriots, oh man, are the, are the, are the Tampa Bay Bucks. Buccaneers really going to be a factor in the playoffs? Probably not. No, no. Not I, I've, been, I, I've been saying it. They were just the fancier Cleveland Browns of last year. How everyone was hyping up the Browns when they had Odell, Jarvis, Kareem Hunt, Nick exactly. Chubb, but they're just a fancier version of that. Who? Yep. They have the better coach and everything, but we look at it and they haven't dominated like like everyone thought with all the media hype. And I feel like you and I knew that the best that they weren't going to be going out there and dominating. They have they have an older Brady, they have an older Gronk who came out of retirement. Gronk, uh, he had a nice catch this game. He had a little bit of a old Gronk highlight there. Yep, I saw that. So with the Bucks, you know. The Bucks, they could honestly win out. I mean, they they play they play the Lions and then they play the Falcons again. Oh Lord, the Falcons! Uh, thank God the Chiefs got to play them next week. It's gonna be fun. Should be an All easy right. win, but the Falcons, you know, they can. If Julio's gonna come back, they could still threaten to put up some points. But that defense of theirs is just pathetic. Yeah, it's the ultimate. The Falcons could be up thirty-one nothing to the Chiefs, and we'll still win. It's the it's the perfect matchup. Between the team that will come back from like thirty points versus the team that will blow thirty points, so it should be interesting. I wonder what the over under for that game is. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if, if it was like. I want to check that right now. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. I'm sure it's like, like, like fifty four and a half or something. Yeah, it's gonna say like high fifties, maybe. All it right. has to be fifty four and a half. We'll get to Forty ers Cowboys. And it, uh, oh, nineteen nineties. Oh. It's it's fifty four on the dot right now. Interesting. I feel like it would be more. I guess if it's yeah, I can I can see that. All right, we'll move on to Forty Niners Cowboys. I know Titans Packers rivalry. Um, the Cowboys win it, and it was a nice little shootout. Andy Dalton looked all right. Uh, Tony Pollard looked good because Zeke was out, and it was a weird ending. Nick Mullins got hurt. Yeah, Nick Mullins got hurt. Bethard had to come in. Very odd ending, but the. Uh, 49ers scored and got within one score, and then they did an onside kick. And then this happens like once or twice a year. It happened with the Titans a few weeks ago. And CeeDee Lamb came uh, and got the ball on the onside kick and just ran it back for a touchdown. That was and the then, first kick return for, for, for the Cowboys that was returned for a touchdown in what, over 200 games since 2008, I think Scott Hansen said. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then it got even crazier when, I mean, it didn't really matter at the end, but. C.J. Beathard trucked it up to, I think, Bourne. And it was a Hail Mary, and they got it at the end. So it was only an eight-point game. But, yeah, weird ending to a That just helps fantasy. If you have Kendrick Bourne, it really just helps fantasy. That's about it. But I don't know how many people actually would start Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing much else to this game besides the Cowboys. are still mathematically in it, I guess. So good for them. But, yeah. Um, 
Now we'll move on to Cardinals-Eagles. Another really good shootout, which didn't really have anything in the second half. It was 26-26? to 26? Or No, it was 26-20 to 20 at halftime. The Cardinals are winning. And then nothing else happened much at the end. But Kyler Murray, 406 yards, three touchdowns. And Jalen Hurts, 338 yards, three touchdowns. So great game for the quarterbacks here. I mean, Jalen Hurts, one game, already has more pass, already threw for more 300-yard passing games than Lamar has this entire year. <laughs> okay, Chris. All right. They're different. Different quarterbacks. But yeah, J- Jalen Hurts, it's, uh, it's crazy how, how much different. I, 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 also, you got to think, new quarterback, it's kind of the same scenario like a new coach. The, the team just wants to play a little bit different, little different energy in that locker room. Oh, yeah, you could tell that. Players are hyped to play with Jalen Hurts. They're they're probably so sick of Carson Wentz falling into sacks every other play and overthrowing guys. Jalen yeah, Hurts looks good. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was definitely fun to watch him because he's one of those mobile guys that can get out of the pocket and and just make plays. He he doesn't have to just run. He can he can scramble in the behind the, behind his lineman and just chuck it up to a guy for some fifty yard touchdown. So he's he's very exciting to watch. Yeah, the constant so far in these last two games is Jalen Hurts looks solid. and But the defense looked good last week, and then this week they just couldn't stop Kyler Murray. So that's why they ultimately lost. The, the Cardinals offense is on fire. DeAndre Hopkins, nine catches, 169 yards, a touchdown. Uh, once, once again, Murray had over 400 yards. So they scored 33, and, and it was down to a Hail Mary at the end uh, for Jalen Hurts. So not, not a bad job for him taking it to the very last play, but he was competitive. Yeah, the Eagles just couldn't just couldn't catch up to the Cardinals. And this was huge for the Cardinals. The Bears winning. Oh, they needed they this. really needed this win. So and I feel like every single game is at Cardinals. Is it just me? Yeah, pretty much. When is the last time the Cardinals <laughs> have played not at home? I feel like there's been uh, so many games in my brain that are at Cardinals this year. Like the well, Dolphins, they, the Hail Mary with the Bills, the Seahawks game. Everything's at Cardinals. They were. It's not they, were, they, were at Met, they were at MetLife last week. Okay, there's two. They played at Giants and at Jets, but like, and don't count divisional games. Like, where else have they played away? I just can't even think. Foxborough. All right, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I know what you I mean. Feel like I mean. They're always at home. No, yeah, it makes sense. Because I feel they always play West Coast opponents. What division did they play this year? They played the Eagles division. So, yeah, at Giants. NFC at, at Cow At Cowboys? I can't oh, yeah, we're talking yeah, about yeah, this, yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't know why. I feel like I just always see it at Arizona. Maybe it's because the 49ers keep playing there. But it's, just, it's always there at State Farm Stadium. Stupid. All right, we'll move on. Jets. Rams, Chris. Jets won. 23 to but at what cost? They won, they but they lost. have the first pick anymore. How beautiful is that? I feel so bad. That, that just, I mean, how? Like, first of it, all, we can't just ignore how bad the Rams played, especially oh, yeah. in the first half. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, what the hell happened? I mean, all right, let's be, let's be really, yeah, the Steelers losing was, was pathetic, but at the same time, the Rams, okay. But the thing that, that kind of just softens the blow about that is that the Rams lost to the worst team in football and a team that's purposely trying to tank. Well, at least it can't get any worse than this for the Rams. I guess it could only go up from here. I mean, yeah. But the thing is, Adam Gase knows he's getting fired, and I find it to be hilarious how he just got the last laugh, and the Jets are probably going to lose out. The Jaguars are going to lose out as well, and the Jaguars are going to end up getting the first overall pick, and they're going to snag Trevor Lawrence, which. It's just a nightmare for the Jets. Like, even when they're, even when they can't even tank, right? I can't even believe it. I mean, at least, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean look, I'm, they're about to win against the Raiders. So I guess either way, it would have screwed them over. It's going to happen at some point. I, I know, but I mean, the, the Jaguars need, now need to be like, yeah, we literally can't even, we have to run, <laughs> we, we have to run backwards at this point. They need the Colts pull. and the Bears are very happy because they know they got free wins with the Jaguars coming up. Good little momentum boosters for both of those teams. Unless still, the Jags screwed up. I, honest, I honestly know. think that in, in this way, Trevor Lawrence going to the Jaguars is a, is way more exciting and better than him going to the Jets. Oh, because yeah. L- let's, let's just look at it. The Jaguars actually have talent on the offensive side. I mean, they're just missing pieces on the offensive line. But you compare the Jaguars to the Jets, what, 
what, what, what receiver did the Jets have? They have Crowder. All right. What running back do they have? Old man Frank Gore, while the Jaguars have James Robinson, this undrafted stud. They have DJ Chark, exactly. a receiver. Chenault. They have D.D. Westbrook, who's been on IR all year, but they still have weapons. On, they, have, they have a veteran tight end, Tyler Eifert. They have weapons on that offense that Lawrence can, can utilize. They just got rid of the GM, too, for the Jags. So there's a new look there. Um, yeah, and their defense is still a huge issue. The Jags yeah, but I mean, terrible. Who cares but, about the defense right now? I think it would be more fun to see Lawrence come out there and, and be forced to sling the ball next year to these young receivers like, like a DJ exactly. Shark, Chanel. It's going like to be so there. exciting. And then James Robinson, he, he's almost kind of, for fantasy reasons, just match game script proof almost because they throw it to him, they run it with him whenever, and he's just so talented. He's one of these diamonds in the rough. No one he went undrafted, and now he's playing like a top five back. Chris, we're now in a world where Trevor Lawrence and LaVisca Chanel might become a superstar duo. I'm so happy. I, I hope so. I mean, I mean Chanel's really good. I'm so happy. It's not. I can't believe he's not going to be in a Jets uniform. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, okay. Me so yeah, I, I, I do feel bad for Jet fans in the sense of I don't care. How, how, how the hell did you win that game? But at the same time, I'm I'm excited because I want him to be in the Jaguars uniform and playing for them when we're different. Because I think the world's a better place when the Jaguars are, are a team that people are going to want to watch. Oh yeah, uh, way over the Jets. You don't <laughs> want Jets fans to get too cocky. Either, so I, I think the Jaguars could honestly go out here now and they can sign a guy like maybe Allen Robinson might go there. I mean, I doubt it. I bet he would want to go somewhere else, but you can come back to the Jags, maybe. You're right. I think that would be fun because we've already seen that he can do it with these crappy quarterbacks. But I could see AJ Green maybe wanting to retire in Florida, getting like a two year contract with the Jags. It's going to be interesting now because I think people are going to want to actually play with this rookie quarterback maybe who knows I mean if I'm Allen Robinson I'm more so looking to go to a team a little bit of ring chasing at this point kind of just owe it to myself after staking my career with Bortles Trubisky and Nick Foles but it's definitely going to be interesting to see how this entire scenario goes because is Sam Darnold going to be gone from the Jets now you need to think because they're not going to take fields I don't think the Jets well yeah it raises the question do they just go ahead and stack up on the offensive line or get the best defensive player now that, because, you know, Justin Fields, he's solid, but he's no guarantee like Lawrence is. So, I don't I know mean, if you want to take that honest, risk for the Jets. Do Lawrence, you want to trade for a guy? Do you want to keep Darnold? We can't go out there and say Lawrence is a guarantee to be this, like, all great quarterback. Because, I mean, no, no, no player in any sport is a guarantee. He's like draft. Burrow. Where, yeah, I mean, like, he's, he's, he's one of the best confident. quarterback prospects that we've ever seen. But it, it's the NFL. We know there's been a ton of busts in this league, but. But he's going to wait and say, and uh, you know, it all depends on the and the situation and the team you go to. Which I think the Jaguars will be a good fit for him because I think that it's the perfect spot. It's a rebuilding team. It's a young team. It's just what he needs. Yeah, and yeah, going back to this game, the Rams look terrible. We're we're just not going to talk about how the Rams completely screwed everything over for them. Now they're probably not going to win the division. I just don't see them. Everyone's going to lose respect for them. Sean McVay, they, they literally must have not practiced because they were playing the Jets. It's one of those things, like, I feel a lot of these teams think that it's just going to be a cakewalk. I mean, I, I hope they don't, but I feel like they think, oh, they're playing a joke of a team. It's a cakewalk. No, we, 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 we don't have to prep as hard. No, that's not the case. You need to prep even harder for these teams, I feel, simply the because you don't want to go out there and get embarrassed. I mean, the Rams freaking just got embarrassed. Games. The Jets played... The Patriots, the Broncos, the Raiders close. Now they beat the Rams. They've played some teams close. It's not like it's impossible. Don't be surprised if the Patriots just try to boost up their draft stock by in week 17 purposely losing to the Jets. I, I think that, that would be Bill Belichick still, get, still getting the last <laughs> oh laugh. Oh, God. That would be funny. I could so see I that happening. That's a losing record, but yeah. Well, who, who, honestly, who cares at this point? But with Bill Belichick, I think he's focused on getting the better draft pick. It's been a while since we've ever seen the Patriots have a draft pick this good. True, true. All right. And at this point, we'll move on. L- 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 the Patriots just lose out. Yeah. All right. We'll move on to the Chiefs game. 32 to 29. My Kansas City Chiefs win. We're 13 and 1. We're going to finish off 15 and 1. Going to finish off 15 and 1 easily. 
That will be, I think, 13-3 and three is the best the Chiefs have ever gone in their franchise. So we win one more game. We have the best season we've ever had in the regular season. So that's awesome for a Chiefs fan who's been a fan all my life. So, yeah, this season's just been amazing. This We went 8-0 and on the road. We went at Saints and beat them, at Ravens beat them, at Bucks beat them, at Dolphins beat them, at Las Vegas beat them. There's I just so many great games this year, and this one was just icing on the cake. This is the last game that I thought we might be able to lose. So just to go in there and win pretty comfortably until the end, not comfortably. I mean, there's some times where it was close, but towards the end, we got that 14-point lead going into the fourth. And then our defense, just like the Bucks game and just like the Dolphins game, we we scored a bunch of points when we needed to in spurts. Um, Tyreek looked good. And then our defense kind of just got lazy, and we started running the ball, which, by the way, Le'Veon Bell, he looked very, very solid. 62 yards on the touchdown. He had a few catches as well. Um, I actually had one catch, but he looked pretty good. And Patrick Mahomes, once again, just had, like, some crazy plays. He had that play to McCole Hardman, the touchdown, where he just landed in the back of the end zone with pressure. I don't know how that happened. That, that was, was a, That was a crazy catch. He had the nice little flick to Kelsey on the goal line. He had the play where it looks like he was going to run it in, and then he flicked it back to Bell, and then he scored. Uh, Mahomes came out of some third and longs. Like, there was a crazy one where he threw it to Watkins. There was a missed throw to Watkins, which was perfect. It's just it, it was just almost impossible to catch it because there was, like, three guys around him. But he literally placed some perfect throws against the Saints. And it was a really nice game on offense. Although we punted six times, it still put up 32 points. That was the most times we punted in a single game this year. And we still put up 32 points on the Saints defense in New Orleans. So, overall, this is one of my favorite wins of the whole year. Uh, Drew Brees looked terrible in the beginning of the game, and then he picked it up towards towards the middle in the end. That first but, quarter yeah. was brutal. I mean, it looked like he was just getting the rust take shaken off him. Yeah, and they couldn't really get anything going on offense in terms of the run game either, so I was excited about that. They didn't have Michael Thomas, but Chris, you said that the Saints would have beaten us Michael Thomas, which is just not true. Uh, it's not uh, true at all. I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. Chris, we weren't even trying towards the end. We do this, we've done this like four games this year now. I'm a firm believer if Michael Thomas was there that, that this game would have been flip-flopped. I think the Saints would have came away on top. No, I don't think so at all. I think, I think the Saints played one of the best games they could have possibly tried to play with a hurt Drew Brees, just kind of like how the Panthers played us. By the way, we only beat the Panthers by two points, which no one ever talks about. That's kind of weird. I don't know. My biggest problem with the Chiefs this year is, yeah, they're honestly, they're everyone's favorite to come out of the AFC. But I feel like the media and everyone's talking about that they've been sitting here blowing out all these teams by like 20 plus. And Sam, you even know it too. They've been playing a lot of these teams. It's been like come down to one possession games. I mean, the Raiders, well, they had that last drive touchdown. We have been blowing out these. Well, the Raiders games, that was actual shootout. But I mean, the, the Panthers been, game was close. The Bucks games was close. A lot of these games have yeah, been closer than people want to admit. Points, the Broncos game, were, that was a bad offensive game, but still come away on top. The Dolphins game, that was a crazy comeback. But a lot the of the Broncos game, close. that's a divisional game. And we don't really like to – We it looked like we were just playing vanilla offense the whole time. We didn't want to show our cards because we had some I mean, good opponents coming up. Obviously – the Chiefs Chris, are my with these favorite. games that you're describing. We were the up Chargers by two in week in the two. Fourth quarter. We we're up by two scores in the fourth quarter and almost all all those yeah, games. But and I mean, we were just right. letting the team come back. We we had it. I, there was not a single game besides maybe the Raiders game where I was worried we were going to lose. It, it, there really wasn't. I don't. Know, I guess what I'm trying to say is that yeah, the Chiefs are probably going to come out of the AFC, but I wouldn't be surprised with how close some of these games have actually been if they if they get eliminated by a team like the Bills or even. The Browns. Yeah, you know, I just feel like there's only been a few games where we had to really turn it on on offense towards the end. With the Saints, Bucks, and Dolphins game, we haven't had to. We just needed to maybe kick a field goal to secure a win or get a first down. But the only games we really had to turn it on right at the end were the Chargers game beginning of the year, which we did, and the Raiders game with the shootout. So John, I just feel like the media and everyone's talking about, about the Chiefs, like, oh, yeah, they're going out here and they're winning, like, 40 to 10 every single game when – No one's saying that, Chris. No but I feel like that. you look at ESPN Who's and everything, that? they're just hyping up this Chiefs team, which rightfully so, but at the same yeah, time, you no look, at, saying we're killing you look at the scores of these teams, you look at the scores of these games, and they've been way closer than, than people want to admit. Yeah, but every single one of those games, we were up by a good margin well into the game. And then we just started going on cruise control and letting them come back. So 
I I, I kind of agree with the analysts here. I don't know. I guess Look, what I'm trying to say is game, I, so. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs do get eliminated this year. Okay, I mean, I'm used I, I don't, to I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think they will. So. I don't think they will, but I would not be surprised. I, I just got to see how they play in the playoffs because if we have that hype like we did last year with all the momentum and we look like we're really putting our best plays out there and we're looking good, then I'll, I'll feel pretty confident. But I, mean, I, I think are, you, I think you know it as well that we'll there's way more I feel contenders this year than there were in pre, like last year. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like the Titans and the Texans last year. So yeah, I mean, I feel like this year, like the Bills are. I feel the Bills are better already than when you guys played them. You, yeah, when you guys when you guys played them earlier in the year, I feel that they've gotten even better. Look, we beat them by two scores on their own turf, and it was never even close. So no, but I know. But as weird as it sounds, I feel like wasn't that that weird like Tuesday game or Monday five o'clock game when it was really rainy? Yeah, it was the Monday game. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was supposed to be a Thursday night, and then yeah, yeah, I switched. remember that. And like Clyde Edward Hilaire went, went like berserk that game. Yep, he had like 170. I, I remember that because I remember. Yeah, I remember you and I were texting. I'm like, what? We're like, because it, it was it was raining hard that game too. Speaking of Hilaire, he went out with a hip injury. That was tough. That looked it, terrible. It, I thought he it was season ending. All around. I thought it was season. He, he wasn't putting. He wasn't good. even walking. I mean, he's gonna be out the rest of the regular season. But you guys uh, need him so back Bell, for the postseason, though. which yeah. he'll, he'll be back, which Actually, is very good. Bell, I think, he, I think he has a little injury, too, but he's questionable. But we're running out of guys. <laughs> we got Daryl Williams left and Darwin Thompson, so I'm not sure that's going to work out. But, yeah, 13-1, great win. We'll move on to the two boring primetime games. We'll start with Browns-Giants. Uh, there's really not much to say from this game besides oh, Browns. the Browns. You have 10 wins and the Giants, you're, you're pretty much done. Rightfully so. Like you and I have been saying all year, Browns without Odell are so much better. Baker Mayfield looking like a a stud without Odell. Yep. And Baker Mayfield was throwing some lasers. This game. He went 27 of 32. Dude. That's really, really good in prime time. Against the Giants like, defense. Everyone's sitting here shitting on Baker with Odell. You and I were also shitting on him with Odell, and then he loses Odell. And you and I come on here and we say, "Oh yeah, he's going to do so much better without him." And he, he, I just love watching him without Odell. Hey, don't say shitting on Odell. Don't say that. <laughs> Full PTSD for him. But yeah, Nick Chubb though, only fourteen fantasy points. Are you kidding me, Nick Chubb? I'm just kidding. But nah, he looked fine. He looked fine. Fifty yards. Sam, and I I beat you in one of our leagues this year. I know. I'm officially out in all my leagues, but it's okay. I'm going to win the Constellation games and the other ones. Actually, we have a four-person league, me and Chris. And Yeah, you won like four I games and you beat like, me. I went, I went like three and ten, and now I'm, now I'm projected to like win the whole thing in the playoffs. But of course, it's not going to count because that's not fair. But like, I, think, I just think it's funny. Isn't it like Stupid, the, it was Yeah, you and uh, who, who made it from the other side? Yousef. I thought I was going to steamroll you. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to make it back to the finals See, again. My team's good. My team is good. I got, yeah, I got, it I is good. I mean, it sucks. I mean, every, every team is good. Yeah, every team's good. <laughs> every team's absolutely stacked. But, man, yeah. I, I, right. I hoped well, you were going to do better. I hope, like, Din or someone like that. Was, I, hope, I wish Din was going to lose back-to-back. That would have been hilarious. Oh, <laughs> God. These people have no idea who we're talking about, unless, unless they know us. But. All right. Well, congrats to the Browns. Uh, actually, with the Browns, there's a good chance they still miss the playoffs, which kind of sucks. If they go 11-5, and five, and the Browns, the Dolphins, they're my, they're my Colts, Titans, team. Chris, if the, if the Dolphins, Colts, Titans, Ravens, and Browns all go 11-5, and five, the Browns miss the playoffs. Are you, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I and did it, the math. They're, they're like the greatest 11-5 and five team to miss the playoffs, that would mean. It's probably the greatest team to miss the playoffs. Not even 11-5. Has an 11-5 team ever missed the playoffs? I feel like that's impossible. Uh, I think it's impossible. And, I, and that's, that's with seven seeds. I know that there's been like 10-6 and six teams that have missed the playoffs. Yeah, there's been 10-6 teams. But with seven seeds, that's the most 20-20 thing to happen for the Browns to miss the playoffs at 11-5. So hopefully that doesn't happen, but we'll see. All right, Chris. Poor Donovan Peoples-Jones if he misses the playoffs. My boy. <laughs> My boy. And Nick Chubb. Okay. Bengals-Steelers, Chris. 
another upset. What the what, hell happened? What is there really to say? Big Ben, he looked absolutely terrible. Like he wasn't seeing the field well. Um, Derek Watt, one of our key blockers, went down with that scary injury first play of the game, out cold. It's just a concussion. He's do he's he's up and doing well, which was very good to see. That was a big scare. Um, who else got so hurt? So Chris, he, would the Steelers still beat the Chiefs? Huh? Oh, a- absolutely not. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be real here. Unless the Steelers go out and they beat the Colts and Browns by double digits these next two weeks, I have no confidence in them this postseason. I'm I'm fine with saying that because they've looked like, excuse my language, but they've looked like shit these last few weeks. Yeah, it's been in, it's been injuries, injury injury galore there for them with with their starters getting hurt and then their backups and then their backups to the backups getting hurt, practice squad players getting hurt, but still, still can't find the way to put up over 20 points like we did at the beginning of the season. It's been awful. They got they got to find a way to turn it around really quick. Juju needs to stop dancing on on teams' logos. Um, that would that was nuts. Juju danced on the Bengals logo and they got lit up by Von Bell, who warned them ahead of the time ahead of time not to do that. And that was actually pretty funny. It's weird because like you you would think I would come on here and I'd be like really annoyed and everything, but at the end of the day, I just gotta I just gotta realize that. I'm being a realist right now, and the way that and the way they've been playing, continue like this into the playoffs. You're getting you're getting bounced. Oh, they're they're you're, you're you're getting bounced your first game. That's why I say unless the Steelers come out and they dominate the Colts and the Browns, there's no shot that they win a playoff game. If it's if it's if it's close, like 21-21, maybe. But if it's like these like low scoring games, like 17-10 or whatever, there's absolutely no way they they need to get that offense rolling very soon. That would be nuts if you guys lost to the Colts and the Browns and went eleven and five, and then you I lost the first round of the playoffs. It's, it's funny. Don't win the rest of the season. It's, it's funny because I said the Steelers were going to go eleven and five and win the division. Imagine the football team ends their season completely and you just don't win ever again. Never again. Twenty twenty three. Don't have a single win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well yeah. I, nice, I mean, nice job for the Bengals, though. Hey, you know, uh, Ryan it, Finley. It's just frustrating, but at the same time, it's like I can sit here and complain all I want, but that's not going to affect the production of anyone. But you know yeah, what? Exactly. I, I still have enough confidence in this team that they can sit here and turn it around. Um, it, it's just frustrating. It was just you look, you look, you watch the game, and it was just a lot of these easy passes that Ben was just missing, and it was like, what the hell is he even looking at? <sighs> just it was frustrating. Just a rough time. Good, it's frustrating. My bad, though. I still, I still have enough. I, I still have plenty of confidence they can turn this season around with two weeks left in the season. But we just gotta say, just take it one, just take it one day at a time, and go from there. Big wake up call. Oh no, I, I thought the, I thought the football team lost the big wake up call. And this then, is like, this is like serious. This is like, all right, you gotta really do it. Now. I mean, Tom, Tomlin said <laughs> he was gonna have a. Tomlin already said he's gonna have a talk with Juju about. Um, the little whole logo about time. Thing. I don't know how he did it the yeah. first time he did it. Like, how do you? Uh, whatever. That bothered right. me. But I mean, listen, the loss to Washington that was a wake up call, and then losing to the Bills, I, 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 I can swallow that pill. The Bills, we all know that they're that they're a really good football team, and but then, yeah. then the Bengals, the Bengals, that's just unacceptable. Yeah, that's that's crazy. All right, but you know what? We'll move on. Well, let's just oh, move on. You know what? The only thing that's right. really that's, that's allowing me to keep a smile on my face is the fact that the Jets won a football game. <laughs> that, that's kind of what that's kind of what's motivating me right now <laughs> all right we'll move on to the week 16 picks two weeks left here we go this is the last non-divisional games of the season so we have a christmas game on friday minnesota new orleans i think new orleans comes new back orleans de- definitely after dropping the last two games in a row th- they need this win to salvage the momentum yeah all right, and then three Saturday games. Uh, I hate Detroit. these Saturday games, to be honest. I would rather have them all on Sunday. Why? I like Saturday games. I mean, I don't watch college football, so that does not I mean, interfere with my Saturday at all. It, it, it's, like more, Saturday it's more so, I feel like, I feel for these the Saturday slate. Like when you go to Red Zone, you have all these 1 o'clock games, and then you have, like, two or three 4 o'clock games. And it's like, the 4 o'clock games, there only might be one interesting. Well, if you, move, you put all these games to 4 o'clock on, on Sunday, it, it would make it more of an interesting day, I feel. It's just me. All right. I, I like well, having got, an even one o'clock and four o'clock schedule. Well, speaking of interesting, we have Lions Bucks. <laughs> the Bucks. You know what? Bucks I are gonna feel win. Like the Lions. 
No, yeah, the Bucks are going to win. But I feel like the Lions might just do something really weird. This is funny. 49ers, okay. Cardinals, both teams playing on their home field. Yeah, uh, the Cardinals are actually home this game, which I don't yeah. know how. How have they not played eight home games yet? They've played at least, like, 11 in my head. It's crazy. But, the yeah, 49ers. I'm going to go ahead and – who's starting for the Niners? I don't I, – I know they – No, you know, it's Kyler Murray – He's getting his group back. I'm going to pick, yeah, I mean, pick the Cardinals. This is the data in my mind. Kyler could literally throw for 300 and rush for 100 this game if he really felt like yeah. it. All right. And then Raiders-Dolphins. Huge game for the Dolphins. I'm going to pick them because they need this. You know what? I'm going to go with the split, and I'm going to say I'm gonna say the Raiders are going to pull away with the victory. All right. And then we got the 1 o'clock games. Ravens-Giants. I got the Ravens. Definitely Ravens. Chiefs-Falcons. I got the Chiefs. Kansas City. Better not be a trap game, I swear. Um, and then Jets, Browns. Cleveland Chris? Browns. Okay, Cleveland Browns. Could you imagine right. if the Jets just won again? That would be hilarious. Oh, God, that would be crazy. Um, listen, listen, <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's hard to go 0-16, but when you're trying... <sighs> I swear, if the Jaguars beat the Bears, I'm picking the Bears, but... I'm gonna go with the Bears. I can see as well. the Bears blowing it for some reason. It's a weird I hope, season. I, I, I hope that I hope the Jags don't win. I hope they lose out. I'm gonna go ahead and finally pick the Texans, and I'm gonna get this right this time. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sticking with you with the Texans on this one. I think that they're gonna easily win. Um, you're gonna pick the Steelers, and I'm gonna go ahead and pick the Colts. I'm assuming. I respect it. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm picking them every game right. this year. I I honestly didn't think I was gonna go in at picking them every single game this year, but I have to at this point because I just I feel I like picked, did I pick the Bengals? I almost picked the Bengals. No, I picked the Steelers, though. I think you might have teased it as a joke, and then you're just like, there's no yeah. way. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, right. I'm just going to go with the Steelers for the rest of the season. I feel we don't even have to cover that one. All right. And then uh, Washington against the Panthers. Interesting game. You know what? Washington and the Panthers, this is actually kind of tough. I'm going to say Washington. I will go ahead and pick the Panthers. Because I think their offense is better. Um, Chargers, I, think wa- I think Washington's defense could slow down Carolina. But uh, Chargers. I got the Chargers, yeah. Uh, Cowboys-Eagles. That should be an interesting Philadelphia. Game. Are you kidding me? Hurts could literally throw for 300 again on the on. I don't know what it Dallas. is. Oh, man. I feel like the, this is going to be a really good game. Um, I think I can't the believe, Cowboys uh, are going to win. I don't know why. I just have this weird feeling. Uh, and then Seahawks, Rams. I have the Seahawks. Seattle. I don't trust the Rams anymore. And then a really good Sunday night game, Packers, Titans. Ooh, this. Ooh, my God. Green Bay. This Green is, Bay. This would be a good Super Bowl. It um, would. This, this was almost the Super Bowl last year. This um, literally could pick, be it this year as well. I'll pick the Titans just so we're split. I'm going to go with Green Bay. I feel it. It's going to be a close game. I, this game could literally go in the overtime. Chris, if I hit on these split games, which could very well happen, I feel like there's a good chance, especially with the Dolphins and Colts and the Titans. I could catch up. I could catch up. All right. What's the record right Bills, now? I think you're like four games ahead of me. Jeez, I remember and I was well, like overall, 20 or something like that, and then, then our split games, I <laughs> just couldn't get screwed. Chris. You weren't 20 games ahead. You were like seven games ahead. I, uh, I thought I was 20. You know what? No, hearing no, that, no. honestly, hearing that I was only like seven makes me feel much better. No, yeah, it wasn't that far. All right. And then I'm going to pick the Bills over the Pats. Yeah, pretty easy. I think the Patriots at this point don't really care. And I think they're just going to try and lose out. Yep. Uh, week 16, always exciting. Uh, lots of playoff stuff here. Going to be some good games. And uh, yeah, K- kind of sad, man. Weeks. I mean, we have two more weeks, like you were, like you just said. It's not even two more weeks of football. It's more two weeks of sky. Of red zone, yeah. 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 All right, it, well. It just comes and goes really quick. Oh, man. All right, Chris, you want to hit the plugs for us? Sure. I mean, well, first off, everyone have a safe, happy, and healthy holiday. Merry Christmas yep, to all. Have a great holiday. Sam, hey, and do- happy Hanukkah. And Sam, happy you- Hanukkah. Yes. Sam, you doing anything <laughs> exciting? Um, I'm going to be hanging out with some family and stuff, but nothing, nothing too crazy, you know? Yeah. Try to stay safe. Excited. You know, I've been telling myself I'm going to lose some weight, but you know what? That hasn't happened now with the holidays yeah, New Year's here. resolution. My New Year's resolution is to watch the Chiefs win another Super Bowl. That'd be great. <laughs> My New Year's resolution <laughs> is to 
Mm. Gain 40 pounds. That shouldn't be hard, dude. I've I've almost done it during quarantine. It's it's been rough. It's been <laughs> rough. Yeah, anyone who doesn't know me in person and just sees like the cover art on the, that's not what I look like. <laughs> that's just not what I look like anymore. So I, I hope you guys know that. Dude, it's bad. The uh the jeans are a little snug on me now. Yeah, I'm not fitting into things anymore. I'm, I might My pop a button pretty soon. Me. You know what? <laughs> Whatever. Quarantine I'm like, I'm, fifteen. You know what? I'm like a blob at this point. All right, all right. Hey, at least you're tall. I'm not. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, you know, I'll do the plugs. You can follow us at In the Huddle Pod on Instagram and listen to this podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Um, should be coming out, what, tomorrow? So today's, yeah, tomorrow. Today's Wednesday, so out on Thursday. Christmas Eve. Hope you guys, yeah, Christmas Eve. Um, I hope you guys have a good holiday and everything. We'll see you guys next week. All right, later, guys. See ya.